I've been thinking recently about choices. It's been said that the door of history turns on small hinges, and so do people's lives. The choices we make determine our destiny. Forget how menacing we are. We are lions. What is most important is that you have to dig deep down, dig deep down, and ask yourselves who do you want to be? Not what, but who. Make a choice. Right? You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. Just decide. When we face such temptations in our time, we must declare, as young Nephi did in his, I will give place no more for the enemy of my soul. I have wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder. Very best. You're very best. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. Don't quit on me. Keep going. I that gun. Let that go. We're in hell right now. And you can stay here, get them kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back. And then we have to feel like all day like all night like I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now, go to the window, open it. Stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Don't you quit. You keep walking. You keep trying. There is help and happiness ahead. A lot of it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do this thing. This is the Eternal Warrior Podcast. Helping young people in their quest for self-mastery, sharing stories from the battlefront and the war against Satan and pornography. That is correctamente. That is, yes, what we're doing. I'm happy to be back. Oh, Wes, I'm happy you're back. Don't cry about uh, it. I didn't die. I know. I just missed you, man. Okay. I just, I just missed you. And talking to Ashley just doesn't stop. Wait, what? what? <laughs> no, that. Okay. Hey, hey, out there in listener land. Oh, Ash is giving Spence daggers right now. She's she's present. If you're I'm totally JK. And if Ash. you're out there in listener land, which if you're not Spencer Ashley, you are. Um, <laughs> go ahead and listen to last week's episode. It's really, really powerful. I think there's a lot of insights shared by Ashley. Um, for any of you who maybe find yourself in a supportive role of someone who's who's trying to, to find their own personal recovery from addiction and how you might be surprised at some of the recovery that you need to experience as well. That was so powerful to me. And just huge shout out to Ash for being so open, vulnerable, and just, ah, 
She's amazing. She ate. She's eight. She ate. <laughs> so yeah, come to our come to our wedding or something if you want. The twenty first. The twenty first night of September. <laughs> I like kind of how we're going back and forth on words. I'm for it. Should we do that for the whole episode? I'm down. So. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, no, but take a listen to it. I, I hope that our experience, um, being me and Ashley's experience, is helpful. Um, it is the greatest love story of our time. So far. So far. There are there may be others that will conquer it. Plenty but that will be written. Yes. One in particular. As of, as of right now, yeah. Wes's story is going to be... Oh, man. Ooh. Just need so. a co-author, baby. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, take a listen yeah. to it and uh, hope you enjoy. Um, but, yeah, I hope, I hope that all of you listening really took home the message of, and I've been thinking about this ever since we recorded, Wes, is that you have never, you're never beyond the point of no return, right? Mm. Like, I, I think I just always thought that I'd, I'd ruined it. Like I'd ruined the blessings that were promised to me. And I had, I had thrown away my shot at, at finding somebody and to living a full good life. And, and that's it, simply like, not true. If we really think about that in a, a gospel context, can you think of a more arrogant, prideful thing to say? Right. Can you think of a more offensive thing to say to the savior of like, Hey, you know what? Your atonement was was pretty big deal, but not big enough deal for me. Right. Right. That's basically what we're saying. Right. And another thought that I had was, um, was this idea that why would Heavenly Father provide a savior unless messing up was part of the plan? Right. Like he wouldn't have done it. And so we like. I don't know. That stuck with me just from our conversation with Ash of like, gosh haven't thrown away that shot. And that's why the atonement is there. Like the situation that you're in individually, that's why Jesus did what he did. And that's why heavenly father loves you and loves us so that we can change and overcome those things. Right. And I think we have to be careful when we say like, that's, that's part of it because our heavenly father didn't send us here to fail. But I think what you're saying Spence is that the real failure in such a, such a context would be, not to commit the sin because that that's part of being mortal. Right. But what do we do once we do? Yes. Right. If we fail to recognize the savior's mercy and the merits of his atonement, that's where the failure lives. I agree. Not in the, not the, I mean the transgression itself, but, and not seeking atonement for Mm. that transgression. That's where the real, that's where we really, um, pain our, our heavenly father. I agree. Um, But yeah, Guys, we, we haven't heard from you in a minute. I feel like our our uh, our inbox has gone dry. We one of the best things about facilitating this community is hearing the incredible stories um, from you guys. We, we did receive one less or one uh, one uh, email not that long ago uh, from a woman warrior who is fighting alongside her husband, who is is really um fighting that the uphill battle against addiction, and just to hear her incredible humility. And her incredible testimony to us of she realized that she needs to fight too. And all the lies that Satan has told her um, really helped me to remember that 
the Spence and I are just telling this story through our lens of pornography, masturbation, addiction, recovery, but it's the war is recovery from the natural man. Whatever it is you're up against, maybe you have a, a short fuse. You know, you're, you're quick to anger. Maybe um, your your deal is you know you're a, a grade A procrastinator. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's all things that we're maybe we we don't like about ourselves, but are just kind of came with our lot in life that we're we're fighting that uphill battle against. And I loved that message from this incredible sister. Oh, she's so dope. So please hit us up podcast at lifechangingservices.org it's .org I think I've said .com a couple times and it's not lifechangingservices.org it's the best we love to hear from you guys yes please send stuff and if during this episode or any of the other episodes that that we've shared before and will yet share you feel like it's time for you to, to take the next step in your own personal recovery or it's time for you to talk to the person whom you care about about their next step in in recovery please 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 go to lifechangingservices.org and get the help you need um specifically from if, if you'd like to to start your recovery with cody hawes he's a a really good friend of the show and one of our um one of our licensed clinicians there at, at life changing services and um here's a, a brief message from him If you're listening to the Eternal Warrior Podcast, it's likely you're listening for you or someone you love. My name is Cody Hawes, and I'm a licensed therapist who helps those dealing with sexual addiction, betrayal trauma, trauma in general, marital recovery, and mental illness. Over the years, I've gathered resources to help those who desperately want to get on the right track. If you feel you are in need, please reach out to me by calling 385-519-6089. Again, 385-519-6089 to set up an initial assessment. God bless you on your journey, my friend, and keep listening to Wes and Spenny. And remember, there's no starting or stopping in recovery. Just keep going and doing. Today's sode oh. <laughs> Today's sode is is kind of a culmination of a lot of things. Um I w- I've been traveling and, and Spence has been busy getting ready for a wedding. We figured what what was the one thing that we could share today? And we were thinking about one of the things that our good friend Lane Hilton, another one of the clinicians at Life Changing Services, has said to us of what is the most important thing about this program? And uh, Spence, what does he say is the most important thing? He says the most important thing. Wait, is that right? The most important yeah. thing is everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. is the most important thing. What's the thing? most important thing, Lane? Everything. Lane, if you were going to say what's the most important part of what we learn here in recovery, what would it be? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. And so we, we kind of distilled this down to six main principles that we feel like are really important in recovery and some things that we've talked about. We're just going to hit on each one of these things and kind of give a, a brief refresher for you and, and point you to some resources, whether they're previous podcast episodes or some other uh, things on, on our website that can help you guys out. Um, number one thing is is remembering, is developing and remembering our reasons for fighting yep. in the war, why that's important. Spence? Yes. So here's... Here's well, I was going to go through like all, all of them real quick. Oh, just to yeah. highlight real yeah, quick. Yeah, so say what two is. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, number two is manpower. Number three, warrior chemistry. Number four, drills, flagpoles, border patrols. 
Number five, being part of a team. And number six, passion projects. Ooh. <laughs> so that's what's coming at you. My B. No, I, we didn't even talk about it. So it's nobody's B. No, I should have known. I should have known that. Read my mind, dang you. <laughs> and just quickly before we jump in, um, that, that when Lane first said that, I was like, that's super dope, but also can be <laughs> overwhelming a little bit, right? Because it's like, whoa, I have to learn all of this and be good at it to be successful. And that's not what he's saying, but that's kind of what my brain interpreted it as. Interpreted it. In, in, interpreted. Interpreted it. It's Greek. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I just, well, as we go through these... Not to say that you should say, oh, man, I'm going to try to master all six of these things right this very second. But pick one Mm -hmm. that you can say, you know what? This is where I'm lacking. I'm going to really dive into that one. I'm going to go to the episode that's in previous, like in season one, or maybe it's earlier in season two, and just really hone in on that one thing. And let's just just get better at one Mm -hmm. thing. And each one of these principles feeds feeds the next. Sure. So, and I think what... um, what Lane was really talking about is manpower is really no good if we don't have a reason behind why we're doing manpower. So true. It doesn't matter if we can develop warrior chemistry if it's not tied to a passion project that's actually connecting us to a community and doing something good. Yes. So all these things are kind of spokes of the wheel of recovery. Wow. How about that? Hmm? How about that for a visual? That was well said. Yeah. Let's let's uh let's kick it off with the reasons for fighting. Love it. What do you think why do you think it is that every single week at group that that's the f- question, first question that Maurice came up with, but then also why do we continually rehash it's, that in it, group? It's not only the first it's one of the first things we talk about in group, but it's also always the last thing we talk about in group. Why are you fighting? Why don't you give up? That's what we do on the show, right? Um, because if it's not connected or anchored to anything that really is soul shaking, then it does not carry the weight required to have the change in brain chemistry. I think that we're trying to achieve Hmm. and will not motivate us to do the things required to see a neuroplastic shift. Right. When you talk about it being motivating enough. I have heard multiple times, and these are good reasons too. I'm not, I'm not, the reasons I'm about to say aren't, I'm not going to bash on people's reasons for fighting, but they say I'm fighting for eternal life and I'm fighting to, you know, I don't know. It's things that are so, or I, I, what are some other ones that are kind of like that? Like, uh, like, like my future family is one that I hear a lot or like. Or I'm fighting for... Which are good. These, they, those are good things. But they're not... They're kind of more nebulous ideas yes. instead of tangible things. One of the best reasons for fighting that I ever heard yes. was someone said, my best friend, Dave or whatever, is getting married in the temple in a month and a half and I want to be there. That's Ooh. my reason for fighting. How specific is that, right? So specific. Right. And it's tangible and it's coming up soon and it's present on your mind and it matters to you. Mm-hmm. Right. When we, when we look so far in the future, it can, it, it won't come back mm-hmm. super quick, um, in that moment of need. So when you're thinking about why you fight, 
it's tie it to something that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Let's say there's a girl you like. Yeah. Right. If there's a girl that you like that is such a good girl and you know that you'll give off the creepy guy detector if you're or looking what, at Mr. P. Homecoming is right around the corner, right? If and, you're in high school and you want to take you want to take that cute Jane to homecoming and you want to be a man of valor and have strong priesthood power in your priesthood when you're with her that Saturday night at the sock cop. <laughs> you the, Dude, the, the spirit the spirit cannot attend you and cannot facilitate the priesthood that you hold. If you're engaging in, oh, in sin, that's such a great reason for fighting. I fight to be a man that she feels comfortable mm-hmm. around that. I am a person. I'm a, I am living true to my values so much so that she feels comfortable mm-hmm. and safe and enabled around me. That is, Oh, it's beautiful. Well, and Spence, do you remember when, when we started our, our new job, like a little over a year ago. Yeah. 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 Do you remember how I think I had a lost battle and then I had like a, a sales call the next day and I just knew it was going to go south yes. because of that. And it did. And so we can connect the success in our recovery and our determination to be successful with other things that are maybe less, I guess, like obviously connected. Hmm. If you want to, let's, let's say you're playing sports in high school. We got football season coming up. You will be a better football player. If you're in recovery, I can promise you that the Lord will consecrate your efforts. If it's important to you, it's important to him. Oh man! If you're preparing for a mission, if you want to be a successful missionary, you cannot be engaged in pornography and masturbation. If you're just got home from your mission and fallen back into bad habits and you you want to be going to school and you want to be getting good grades, you want to be successful in college, you will be more successful as you make fighting a priority in your life. And I 100% agree with you, Wes. Like, I remember, speaking of school, that's interesting you bring that up. I remember one time specifically, I had, and I hadn't started going to any group or, or anything like that at that time, but I literally, I look back in my journal and the things that I started doing are manpower. Yep. Like I, I specifically said, no phone on campus because that's where I would f- f- like just fiddle yeah. around and be, be looking around on things. Right. And so I would like leave my phone down there. I would, I can't remember. There were other things, read my scriptures and things like that, that I would have to check off every day, essentially living manpower without knowing yeah. about manpower. And I remember about two weeks later, I had a huge math test and another, I can't remember what the other one was. But like, I've never gotten better scores on those tests after having not just the more time, but more energy and feeling so good about myself for not participating in the addiction that I, my, like you said, my efforts were better. They really were. And I remember one of the, one of the guys in group in uh, the last, in the Wednesday night group, I can't remember Mm. who it was that said this, but plays high school ball Mm -hmm. might've been it. Uh, Andrew. Truman or, oh, or Andrew. Andrew. I think it was Andrew. Andres. 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 If you're listening. What's up, Andres? Andres. <laughs> Le quiero mucho. <laughs> but uh, he said, like, I when I lose, I play super crappy. Yeah, I remember that. It was, uh, it was Andrew. Isn't that interesting? Yep. And maybe it's not like... Is it interesting, though? Or is it just the natural no, law of things? It's the right? law of... Yes. 
Yes, not to say that when we're when we're 100 away from addiction that we'll be 100 success in life because we're going to experience failure no matter what. But I think it feeds confidence. But it does, right? and it builds on itself. Mm-hmm. Like it really does to build momentum. And when we make Ooh. a spiritual quest, the Lord consecrates our efforts. One hundred percent. So start with your why. Figure yes. out. Figure out why you fight. And, and you, I, you you've been reading a book now. I, yeah. If you guys want a great book to read, it's more of a business book. But he literally is talking about our brain chemistry and the way that our brains receive messages. And it's called Start with Why by Simon Sinek. I would highly recommend it. Um, Quickly, just to highlight one thing that he says is that every every company knows what they sell or what they do, right? There's the what they do, there's the how they do it, and there's the why they do it. And it kind of, he calls it the, the golden circle, where in the outer circle is the what, the next inner circle is is uh, how, and in the middle of that circle is your why. Imagine like a target or exactly. like concentric circles. Exactly. So the middle circle is why, next circle out, how, how and then what. The biggest circle yeah. being what. So people can say, yeah, um, you know, I I know that my company, we sell computers. Yeah, do the Apple. The Apple. Yeah. So like this is, this is. Example. This is the Apple. He gives the example of Apple in, um in his book because Apple is Apple truly what they do, the computers they make, are they better than anybody else's? Mm-hmm. Not so much. Right. But they have a reason why behind it. So let me, let me start with just the what and the how. Okay. We make great computers. They're beautifully designed simple to use and user-friendly. Want to buy one? It's like, oh, well, I'll let me think about it. If I need a computer or if there's a good deal going on. Now let me start this message, this next message for Apple with their why. And, and maybe you'll connect with this why and that may motivate deeper for you to purchase. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. We believe in thinking differently. The way we challenge the status quo is by making our products beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. And we happen to make great computers. Want to buy one? See how that feeling is so different? So when people come to group and they say, this is how I fight. I'm going to fight mm-hmm. by you know, not looking. Uh, I'm going to leave my phone. The hows and the whats are very important, right? We need to have the how we're going to win and what we're going to do upon arrival, the tactics, the the day to day. But if there's no why behind it, if we don't know why we're doing, why we care, why do you care? Why do you want to stop? If even like, think about it visually, if that middle circle is out, you have a hollow shape. Yes. Right. And just like that, our, our reasons will be hollow and there'll be no substance to them. Reminds me of, of our friend Trey. Uh, Trey was on the show. If you haven't listened to his episode, he was absolutely awesome. But Trey struggled in group for a, for a good while, trying to develop some strong reasons for fighting. He always had a couple reasons that were were pretty can, and I think we all. I mean, I definitely did this too. But Trey's development is is awesome. Why well, I wanted to highlight him. 
Um, but he had some pretty canned responses of like, you know, I fight for the temple. I fight for, for, you know, eternal salvation, all these things. Like those are good. I fight for my family. But, uh, yeah. I fight for my family. Those, those are good things. But why they, they were, they weren't connected to something. So he, he could talk the what, you know, um, I, I go to group every day or I go to group once a week. Yep. I do my manpower. Yep. So those are his what's. Yep. How do I do my manpower? Well, I, you know, I, I reach out to one person a day. Yep. Um, I'm accountable to my mom. I yep. read from the book of Mormon every day. Um, and I, I say a good prayer. Like those are all good hows he's doing it, but there's really no why behind it. Yes. And then Trey, something switched in Trey and he became an animal. He was a man possessed. And if you were to ask Trey what his why was, you know, going back to Apple computers, it was, I am a warrior. I am one who recognizes the finity of my mortality. And I love life. I am a son of God and I have things to do here Yes. in my life. I'm a leader. Yeah. Oh, I've been afflicted with an addiction that is holding me back from reaching my potential. I, I read the book of Mormon every day to give me strength. I reach out to somebody else to help them understand their, uh, their potential. I don't indulge in, I don't, I don't use my phone after 9 PM. Um, I talk to my mom every single day about how I'm doing. See, and now I, you're getting into the house and what's, but it makes, what's. but it makes it so anchored, much more power. Right? It's anchored. Right. So if, if you're in the situation right now, if you are doing the right things and still losing, I would recheck mm. on the why you fight. So number one, develop reasons for fighting, understand why you want to make changes. Yep. And then I would just add quickly onto that is then find ways to remember, to remember that why mm -hmm. consistently, which goes into, which goes into number two, manpower, manpower, manpower. Give me some, <laughs> give me some of that manpower. So manpower goes perfectly into the, the what and how yep. of, of reasons for fighting. Yep. It is a way to organize your waking hours. Yes. To be productive and to protect yourself and to give you something to push forward to. Yes. I think one thing that a lot of people struggle with when it comes to manpower is they feel like it has to be disconnected from every other good thing or every good, every other good goal that they're already pursuing. That's not the case. It's not the case. Just infuse it into what you're already doing. Yes. So you're not disrupting a good cadence, right? Yes. You're just giving it purpose and, that's and reason. Yes. And that's exactly what Noah talked about in this season. If you haven't listened to Noah's episode, he's going on a mish. Ah. Oh. What a dog. You go to Mendoza? Mendoza something. Argentina. Argentina. Um, and so... Nosha. Nosha? I don't know. Oh. You know how uh, they say... Amarillo? Amar. They just say the shay. Yeah. Asia. La Capisha. Nosha. <laughs> Noah? No. Nosha. Nosha. <laughs> so he talked about that beautifully, that when his manpower goals were meaningful and purposeful to him... And already the things that he wanted to do, man, that's when you're going to start developing new pathways in your brain. Now, those highs that you used to get that would leave you empty with the addiction, 
you're going to build new pathways that will leave you so fulfilled and satisfied. Like I'm telling you, when you start proactively making your manpower, when you have a good ministry goal, when you're accountable to someone every single day, when you say, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to put myself in that situation. And you have prayer and you, you're, you're constantly connecting with God. You're writing and you're reading. Ain't nothing you can't do. Seriously. Like you will be the master of your fate and the captain of your soul. In, in season one, Spence, you and I talked about um, building your recovery brick by brick. Mm. And I think that manpower is a perfect way to do that. So true. If you think of an audacious goal that you have outside of the addiction and recovery, right? incorporate manpower into part of that. Yes. If it's something like, let's say you want your ministry goal to be, let's say you want it to be like something crazy, like... I'm going to index a thousand temple names or something like that. Ooh, that'd be cool. You know what? If you do three temple names a day, you're going to be done in less than a year. Right. Like these things get done when you do a little bit at a time, brick by brick. That's cool. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, but you know what? It was started on a certain day. And you better believe that they built brick by brick every single day. Right. And at some point, maybe even before it started, there was a vision. Yeah. There was a, whoa, this is what could be. Mm-hmm. This could be it, Rome. This could be Rome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think about that. Look forward and say, what type of man or woman do I want to be? How does my life look in, in a year from now. <clears throat> and then what are the day-to-day things that are going to get me there? Mm-hmm. Man, when I put a, let me tell you just real quick about one of the best things that I did was make exercise and, and my personal fitness a part of my manpower because that like, and I put some audacious goals out there, right? Like to lose a certain amount of weight and to do some crazy stuff you were going to be able to, what was it, run half a mile yeah. without, without passing out? Yeah, it was, it was going to be... You're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> the audacious goal was five push-ups without... Without blacking out. Without blacking out, yeah. Which I haven't got there yet. We're up but to we're, two. But we're built brick by brick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I, um, I'm telling you that consistent daily effort will fill your soul. It'll fill your life. Like I I remember when I started exercising that way, exercise was always a pain for me and it became something I looked forward to because my brain, it literally, I don't know if I could say that it replaced pornography, you know, like that it was, that I was addicted to exercise, but in a way, those those pathways in my brain had changed to where I looked forward and was so excited and fulfilled by exercising. I love that. That's super cool. And real quick, if you guys aren't familiar with the acronyms of Manpower, it's M-A-N-P-W-R, M, Ministry Goal. What are you doing for somebody else? A, Accountability, accountability or Active Goal. Yep. Are you being accountable to someone um, about your recovery? And are you taking care of your, your physical your, body? Your body. N is your no goal. What are you depriving yourself of um, in order to more, more fully overcome the natural man? Spence, yep. hit us with the power goals. Yep. Got prayer. Uh, that prayer goal could be 
just as simple as I'm going to pray on my knees twice a day. I record what I pray about. See, that's another that, way. That's cool. my Peagle. That's right? super cool. Um, and that also could be your W, which is right. And that just, I would highly recommend a few things. One being write a letter to your former self, giving yourself encouragement, write a letter to your future self, write a letter to your future spouse or letter, write a letter to your spouse. If you have one of those or today, write a letter to yourself from your future spouse. Whoa. <laughs> I would highly recommend writing letters. They, it's so mm-hmm. therapeutic um, to get that out right why you fight every day. Mm-hmm. And then your R being reading out of the good word of, of God. Awesome. Principle number three. What's the most important part? All of it. All but of we're it. just at three right now. <laughs> Warrior chemistry. Hey! Yep. Is that the Warrior Chemistry song? Mm, that's one of them. One of them. One, one of them. Because <laughs> I'm a warrior. That's another one. That's sure. You know that one? Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Warrior. <laughs> warrior Chemistry. How would you describe Warrior Chemistry, Wes? It's the feeling that you get when you're kind of like in mama bear mode where you could run through a brick wall. And then through some drywall, and then through some plywood, and then, and then you probably run through all the walls. And then the paper mache. Paper mache wall. There you go. But <laughs> warrior chemistry is a um, it's a way to manipulate your brain chemistry to bring us back to our frontal lobe which makes decisions and thinks about things based on our value system, which ties back to number one, our reasons for fighting. Yep. Right. But the addiction lives in our midbrain our, or our lizard brain, yep. monkey brain um, that follows the path of least resistance. Yep. It does what it's used to, which if we're in an addiction is the addiction Yep. Um, and is I guess functions regardless of what our values are. So we can have all the the good intentions in the world, but if we've developed an addiction to pornography and masturbation, we might deal with something like stress or disappointment or depression by self-medicating through that norm. Yes. But when we develop warrior chemistry and are able to cultivate that in our life, it helps us to come back into the moment when we're about to, to use or go down a path that we don't want to, yep. it helps us own that decision more fully. Oh, and we can so tell true. ourselves, you know what? No, I don't, I don't need to do that right now. Dude, so true. And what's hard about warrior chemistry is having it on its own. Is it really is so interconnected to these other principles? Like I was just literally, as you were talking Wes, I was like, Ooh, yeah, you got to do a drill, right? Which we're about to get mm-hmm. to to be able to, to bring that word chemistry back, or as you're doing manpower every day, they should be actions that, that cultivate that warrior chemistry in your body and your reasons why, if you don't feel warrior chemistry, if you don't feel like you're going to friggin' run through a brick wall, when you say your reasons why your why ain't good enough. Right. And so it all connects, but I will say this, when we talk about warrior chemistry, man, we have to build into our day, a routine where we remind ourselves of why we fight. And that could be a drill, could be a flagpole, something to get your warrior chems going. 
and that doesn't matter what level chemical scale you mm-hmm. are. Oh, we didn't. We're not even going to talk about the chemical scale today, are we? I maybe we'll touch on that really. quick. We need to. Yes. 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 There's so many things. So many things. So many important things. But anyways, what's the I, most important thing? All of it. All of it. All of it is the most important. It's the most important. <laughs> and maybe this is a we can just jump right into drills, flagpoles, because. Yeah. Can I just quickly recite what I've been reciting in my brain every day to develop warrior chemistry? This is an example. You can. Thank you. It is a quote from a Nike commercial. So, of course, that is the source of all inspiration. Colin Kaepernick? It is not. Damn it. I like that one. Oh, that's a good one, though. Um, It's it's called uh, it's called Rise, Rise and Shine. Rise and shine. I think you want to say rise and shout, but I, know. I, I won't allow for that on this show. <laughs> I will not allow let's for not, that. Let's not get into that. It's called rise and shine. Yeah. It's 6 a.m. and your hand can't make it to the alarm clock before the voices in your head start telling you that it's too early, too dark, and too cold to get out of bed. Aching muscles lie still in rebellion, pretending not to hear your brain commanding them to move. A legion of voices are shouting their unanimous permission for you to hit the snooze button and to go back to dreamland. But you didn't ask their opinion. The voice you've chosen to listen to is a voice of defiance, a voice that says there's a reason you set that alarm in the first place. So sit up, put your feet on the floor, and don't look back because we've got work to do. Welcome to the grind. This is my favorite part coming up right here. For what is each day but a series of conflicts between the right way and the easy way? 10,000 streams fan out before you, like a river delta, each one promising you the the path of least resistance. Thing is, you're headed upstream. And when you make that choice, when you decide to turn your back on what's comfortable and safe and what some would call common sense, well, that's day one. So make sure this is something that you really want because the easy way will always be there ready ready to wash you away. All you have to do is pick up your feet. So when I repeat that, there's no, there's no way I can do that without starting to feel my, my warrior chems come, my brain chemistry change. For what is each day but a series of conflicts between the right way and the easy way? And when I say things like, um, but you didn't ask their opinion. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask the, the opinion of all these, of Satan, of these voices telling me that I'm tired. Or that, I, that it's not that big a deal. No. Nope. The voice I've chosen to listen to is a voice of defiance. Right? That is so dope. So if there's, there's quotes or scriptures or, or um, activities, right? If, it's, if it literally is just getting your blood pumping. Or, you know, what would you, what would you recommend well, as far as like some, like, some drills? Take your A goal and your manpower and connect it to yes. warrior chemistry and drills. Um, something I've been doing lately is I want to pump out at least a hundred pushups a day Ooh. so I can break that up into little sets of like five sets of 20. Right. And while I'm doing that, I'm saying something like that in my head. And so I'm fostering warrior chemistry. I'm doing a drill or a flagpole. Yes. Right. While I'm doing that and I'm finishing my a goal, dude. So it's not like I have to do a whole bunch of things. I'm just doing one thing that checks all these boxes. I love See, that it. Ma- that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. One quick thing I'll add about flagpoles is you literally are building into your brain a new path 
a new path of least resistance Mm -hmm. that when temptation comes, instead of it going down what it used to, it will now immediately, your brain will say, Oh, it's um, easy. It's now then easier to do the right thing. Yes. Because you're Mm -hmm. building it. You're, you're, you're repeating it. You're building it into your day to day. Mm -hmm. Create your drills. Um, what was it going to say? Is there anything else with that? I think that's warrior chemistry. And, and drills, flagpoles. Well, well, drills and flagpoles and border patrols are, I just think it's important for us to be able to prophesy when Satan is going to try and get us next. Ooh. And so being prepared for those times and drilling what we're going to do for those times yes. is essential. Um, sometimes we think, oh man, like I need to be in a battle in order to, to go through a drill. That's not what drills and flagpoles are for. Drills and flagpoles are for us to to do while we're feeling good, while we're living according to our value system, while we're at a level zero in the chemical scale. Yep. Right. Um, we should probably let's let's highlight that really quick. Okay. Let's go back. Start starting from like okay. a loss battle analysis. Okay. So really quick, chemical scale for y'all. We're starting at a level. Uh, I mean, level five. Is when you just say you you've, you've decided you've given up you've given up you said your I'm, ability I'm gonna, to choose yep yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose I'm yep. gonna do it four is the irrational conversation so there's always a time period and it can be really quick but there's always a ooh I know I really shouldn't do this or oh but man I really want to go to my buddy's uh-huh. wedding in a month and a half mm-hmm. which is a good thing that good shows thing. that you have values yes that there are reasons for fighting that there is resistance to sin yes but then satan comes back and says nah but you've got time yeah you can repent and, and there's that so much there's so much like cortisol being dripped on the oh dude being dripped in the brain at that point too that it's so much easier to go to a level five than to go from a level four to a level three exactly okay which level three is level three is the dude moment dude. level three is the moment when when the temptation oh i could I could go look at porn. Oh, I'm, I'm by myself yep. or I will be my, Oh man, yep. those are scary ones as dude tonight. Your parents will be out of the house. Yeah. That's a or level dude, three. Your roommates are going to be gone. Yeah. Dude. Um, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You, we've all been there. We've all been there. Level two. Level two is, um, help me out. Level two is emotional. They're the, 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 Oh, it's like the mood it's, battles. It's, it's, it's right? mood battles. It's when we really kind of start to make decisions based on how we're feeling. Yes. Instead of what we care about. Yes. And um, level one. Level one being feeling off. That's the chemical. That's the actual chemical spill. Yeah. So that's the flash too. Mm-hmm. You could see it as that first initial flash of a of an image or of even just a thought. It right? could be a thought too. Yeah. It could be. I don't feel like it. Right. And that can like. In the space of a millisecond, you could go from level one to level three, right? Yep. Oh, 100%. So, like, it's... It can happen very quickly. But I would... More often than not, though, if we don't snipe our level one, level two battles, mm. we can be living at a level two, 2.7. Yes. And then all of a sudden, we're driving home from work or from school, and it's, dude, what are you doing later? And if we don't have a plan, if we haven't done our manpower... If we haven't fostered warrior chemistry right. and it's not connected to a reason to fight, yep. we haven't been doing our drills. Because here's the thing about drills and flagpoles. The time you need them, it's too late yep. to do them. It's just like practice. Yep. 
Um, Dude, yeah. If you're if you're in the game, trying to remember how to yeah. shoot, it's not going to well, happen. Nick Saban is has said about Alabama football. He says that ninety percent of the games that they win, they have won before kickoff. Dude. It's because they have practiced and practiced and practiced. They know their opponent, and their opponent knows that they know them. And they have practiced to the point where they can't only get their plays right, but they cannot get them wrong. Yes. And muscle memory is just so... Oh, dude. When we get to that level in our recovery, that's actually a really dangerous part of recovery because it's so easy for Satan to say, hey, man, you're dialed in. You're good. And it's easy for us. What would be the path of least resistance there? Right. Yeah, you're right. I don't need to drill. I don't need to drill. I don't need to do my manpower. I don't need to do my manpower. And again, drilling and manpower should not feel like this is something I'm doing to fix me. Right. This is something I'm doing to improve me forever. Yes. I do drills because the normal person does not do drills. And the drills will change from I'm doing this so that I don't masturbate later. Right. To... I'm doing this so that I can take care of my body forever. Yes. You know? Dude. So dope. But you can see how when we talk about the chemical scale, you're absolutely right. We've got to be able to snipe. What sniping really means, level one, level two, we drill. Like we know, like we we flagpole. Sorry, not that we drill. We've drilled before. But then we run that flagpole at level one, level two, not when we're thinking about losing right to develop that warrior chemistry yes to bring us back to our why oh man if i'm in a level see two, how connected this all is yes right if i'm at level two and i repeat that quote and i yep. say it's 6 a.m and your hand can't make it to the alarm clock and i start repeating that it so deeply ties into who i want to be and who i am that there's no way i'm going down that path no way there's no way let's go all right Another principle we wanted to highlight today is the importance of being a part of a team. All of us, if you're listening to this, you have tried to buck this on your own and you cannot do it. I know for me, it has been super humbling and I'm so grateful that it has been for me to be able to turn it over to the Lord and say, I I can't do this. Yep. I've tried. Yep. I need help. I need help. I need to be able to tell somebody, hey, I'm going to lose, <laughs> right? That's when you know, you know you've got a team. I, I actually, um, so I, we had a really special episode with Hiram and Carlisle. Dude. We talked about this. And I was having a really hard battle like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I called him and I said, guys, I really want to lose right now. And they, they were together. It was funny. I called Carlisle and uh, Hiram was there with him. or I can't remember who it was I called. And they were like, Wes, do not do it, man. Like, see, you're, you're missing the forest for the trees, right? Like, see the whole picture. Is it worth it? What does it say about you if you give into this, right? Is that worth it to you? Because mm. if you give into this, it supports the, the thing that Satan is saying of you're, you're, a wuss, you're worthless. And then if you give into your addiction right now, you're saying you're right. And I was like, nah, I ain't doing that. You want to talk about something that snapped me back to a level zero fast? I was talking to somebody. Talking to someone. Oh, please. If you're still, if there's anything I could recommend to anybody struggling with addiction is to be open about it. 
is to trust some, uh, talk to someone you trust um, that is that you feel would be willing to fight with you, alongside you, and together create battle plans and strategies and and collaborate and work together and say, I need your help. Mm -hmm. And back to that sweet sister that wrote into us. Yep. She realized, holy cow, there's so much that Satan is lying to me about that I'm believing. And she realized she needed to fight. Whoever your accountability partner is, help them find what their fight is. Oh, man. They might not be addicted to pornography, but they're addicted to something. Social media. They're addicted to something that (laughs) Satan is lying to them about. Yes. And if you guys can work together, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish. But hold them to that. Police them as much as they want to police you. Yes. Because then then you're equally yoked in this. And it's it's not and it's not someone checking in with the porn police, right? Yes. Oh, I so agree with that. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So the only other thing I was just quickly gonna highlight is that back to warrior chemistry. Well, let's just give you a big old grin. Uh, we're chemistry. <laughs> he keeps smiling at me. We're chemistry, okay? I'm going to quick get this out before... We're getting the giggles. <laughs> okay, we're chemistry. Go back and listen to episode six and seven in season one. Maurice Harker, the founder, creator of Life Changing Services, and then Clayton in, in, in uh, episode seven. They... You can't find back they to... It. They just nail it. So wear chemistry and then drills, flagpoles, if that's what you need help with. Go back and listen to Marty's episode. I believe it's episode four in season one. He, We talk about efficiency mechanisms and how our brains will, will always go path of least resistance. And we've built those in with our addictions over time. And we have to change. We have to pivot those, but, those pathways. But again, something that's super encouraging about that is... The addiction has been developed, and that path of the path of path of least resistance has been developed by apathetic, non-direct action. It's just kind of been a byproduct. Yes. Right. But when we turn a new pathway into something that we're focusing on, yes, and are just so acutely aware of and hyper focused on our ability to develop a new pathway is incredibly faster. So fast. Our brains are so malleable. Like we can change. Oh, we can change. We can change. And Let's again, hit. if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. If we do, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always get. You'll always get what you've always got. And when you do something different than you've ever done, you can't help but get something different. So if you do these things, and again, the most important part, all of it. If you do all of these things together, again, master one at a time and and move from one to the other. But as these things work together in unison, you will change. You cannot help but change. Yes. Your brain will change. It's unbelievable. It is so cool, you guys. I was talking. It's unbelievable, but it's so believable. But it's so believable. It it's, is. It's the natural it's the way, way things of things. Work. Yes. Yes. I was talking to Ash last night and I had a moment thinking back to the way that I thought and what I believed and the constant lies of Satan that I had, I had, I had taken for my own. I truly believed that I was going to look at porn the rest of my life. 
Like, I really, I was like, I guess this is just who I am. And I, I don't think I mentioned this to Ashley, but I remember one time I was saying that to my mom. Like, yeah, I guess this is just who I am. This is, like, it was so, like, that's what I really thought. That's what I really believed. And look at, and just, and just over a year later, it's not even close. Like, the change is so drastic the way I see myself, the way I see others, the way I see recovery, the way I believe in, in myself and in others to, to recover. Oh man, you can do this. If I can do this, anyone can do this. Principle six we wanted to cover, having a passion project. Dude. I, a great example that we've had is our good friend, no, uh, not Noah. Well, yes, Noah. Noah as well. But also Jonah. Jonah. Jonah was so good at being able to connect his reasons for fighting with his passion project. For well, I feel while, like he struggled for a while yeah, well, trying to did. find it. Do you remember his... I remember in one... In a, Jonah was... His reason for fighting was always like this perfect woman that he was going to meet and marry one day, which he will. Yep. But, um, no, nah, there's no girl out there good enough for Jonah. There's not. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but then he started... He kind of realized, no... I need to serve a mission before I can do anything like that. Yeah. And it became something so tangible and so yep. real in front of him, something to work towards, something that he could team up with a bishop on yep. of like, this is a real goal that we can break down into actionable steps and move forward on. Mm. Homeboy's got a mission call. Homeboy's got a mission call. And like, I feel like part of that too was his passion of natural passion of helping people. Yeah. And so his ability to reach out and say, hey, what are you fighting for? Why do you fight? I mean, do you get more texts from anybody oh. than Jonah? The guy is unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Because that's become his passion project. It's become his reason for fighting is so ingrained into who he is and why he fights that it ties into to everything, right? And so if we, can, if we can create a life of passion, a life of passion, constant projects that we love and that will help other people we're not losing and I'm telling you it's not just like it's not just filling our time it's not just being busy it's like it's so it's it's filling our lives right it's, it's so fulfilling it's you did a baller episode with Maurice about this so cool and one thing that he said in there was that a passion project has to be so big and so Impossible. So impossible that it requires heaven's help to happen and to be successful at. That we cannot be, we can't do anything on our own. For you and I, Spence, this podcast has been a passion project for us. We, there's no way we would have learned how to do this or no. figure this out or, you know, like get the things to do this, connect with people. Without the help of our Heavenly Father. There's absolutely no way. Oh, there's no way. Guys, there's no... There's no way. Um, that is episode 13 in season one. Is the uh, Sabbath surprise episode. Passion Projects. Mm. That's what the one with Maurice. If you want... If, if you feel like you're doing your manpower, you've got some good drills, you're developing warrior chemistry, you know your reasons for fighting, and, and you've got some good accountability with a good team, but you're just missing that piece I'm telling you when I 
and it wasn't necessarily just with the podcast, but I started having the idea of writing a book, writing my story, and that became my passion project. And I can't tell you how much more I wanted to do with my time. I wanted to read other books. I wanted to see how other writers did it. I wanted to, like, if I'm going to do the impossible, which writing a book for me is impossible. I'm not a good writer. I'm not Re- like... Reading a book for me. Reading book is... Is, is, is impossible. Re- reading book. <laughs> Re- reading book reading, is it? Reading book impossible. <laughs> for me. For me. For me, reading book, book reading impossible. <laughs> But seriously, like that's what sparked it. And then we started talking about this, this podcast and that's, what's kind of taken, taken over. But man, I, I will write a book, um, about my story and, and how, how potentially others can find their, their, and I will have someone read it to me. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But go uh find, go find your passion. Some quick examples too, like Cody. Oh man. Cody's, um, he's finished up the, uh, like dragons, like dragons did. did they fight book Marisa's book he translated it into Spanish what a great passion project he needs heaven's help it's gonna benefit so many people it requires all of his soul right and and it's something that he genuinely is excited about and develops him in so many aspects right you think about how that trains him in well, that language how, how and, cool man like yeah Cody learned Spanish on his mission yep but you and I know better than anybody if you don't use it, you lose it. Yep. And oh, 100%. Yeah. So how cool for Cody to be like, no, like God blessed me with this opportunity, not just to teach the people in his mission, but to bless lives forever. Yep. And if he doesn't maintain that, he, he, he won't have that opportunity. He won't have that blessing anymore. 100%. 100%. So, Wes, what would you say is the most important thing of all that we've talked about today? <sighs> All of it. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. That sounds familiar to me. Does it not? Well, yeah. All of it. It all it all is so interconnected and woven. And this is a I'm telling you, these six things we've talked about today. Once again, reasons for fighting, manpower, warrior chemistry, flagpoles, having a team, passion projects. These things tied together combined with heavenly help and inspiration from God, you cannot lose. You will win 100% of the time. A winner, someone that lives intentionally lives like this. This is who I want to be is someone that lives these things day in, day out. Sometimes I feel like our, our recovery kind of looks like a, like the life cycle of a, of a stock on the stock exchange. So yes. It goes up and down. And not necessarily that we're losing battles, but sometimes we just are not super enthusiastic. Yes. Right? And I think that's natural. Yep. But part of recovery, part of becoming a saint and putting off the natural man Ooh. is being unnatural. The natural man is, by definition, natural. And if we're going to make changes, we have to be unnatural. And so... When we are, you know, maybe waning in some of our zeal for our recovery and wanting to make changes, just remember, go back, find some fire, change your reasons for fighting because they're obviously not strong enough anymore. And that's okay. Rotate through them. If your manpower gets a little stale, switch it up. Just change something. This is just a framework. If your passion project is finished, start a new one. 
if you feel like your accountability partner isn't being where they need to be, get with someone who is. If warrior chemistry isn't coming by doing the drills and flagpoles that you've done previously, change it up. Yep. And find, reach out to us. We'll give you, Spence and I will give you reasons to fight till the cows come home. Yep. And we'll give you a million and one drills that you can do to foster warrior chemistry. Yep. To give you the juice and the strength to help you get back to your frontal lobe and realize, nah, man, not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. Quit, quit cold turkey every single day. Yes. Right? Every day is day one. Every day is day one. And it matters as much as day mm-hmm. one. It really does. It does. And what, what, what good is day 400 Yes. if you lose on day 401? I totally agree. It doesn't matter. Treat today like day one. No matter where you're at. If, if you really are at day one, great. It's day one. But if you're, if you're at day... If, you're, if you've been without porn for seven years... What are you doing today to win, to beat Satan? And I, oh man, I'm telling you guys, we've got to take the fight to this guy. He is ferocious. He is mean. He will not stop. Like he's such a mean sucker and he needs to be cast out. He needs to be cast out. Mm -hmm. One thing that you mentioned really quick as we're closing up um, in the Book of Mormon, it talks, uh, there's a conversation that Alma is having with his sons. And this is when he's talking to his son, Corian. The famous scripture is Alma 41, verse 10, that says, Behold, I say unto you, wickedness never was happiness. But I feel like we kind of skip over the next verse. It's so cool. Check this out. And now, my son, all men that are in a state of nature... Or I would say, in a carnal state, are in the gall of bitterness and in the bonds of iniquity. Okay, so in our natural state, as we are with the natural man, if we continue to live like the natural man, we will be in the gall of bitterness. Like we, okay, I'll continue after I finish the scripture. They are without God in the world and they have gone contrary to the nature of God. Therefore, they are in a state contrary to the nature of happiness. He literally is saying there, the nature of God, God's nature, is the nature of happiness. They are one and the same. If we want to experience joy and happiness, let us seek God and seek to live like our Savior Jesus Christ. This, what we've gone over today, is putting off the natural man and becoming a saint through Jesus Christ. If we live intentionally like this, there's, it is inevitable that day after day, after month, after year, we will become like Jesus Christ. We'll become better, we'll become a better version of ourselves, and we will know and go contrary to our own nature and get closer to God's nature, which, as it says, as Alma states very clearly, is the nature of happiness. I love that. Not cool. That is amazing. This is how we do it. We've gone over it today. Just to recap, reasons for fighting. Start with your why. Find out why you want to make a change and then make the change by doing these things. Following your manpower. 
developing warrior chemistry through meaningful drills, flagpoles, and border patrols, and also being hypersensitive of your personal brain chemistry, yep. understanding what the chemical scale looks like for you, yep. and being able to address it. Yep. Last one's being uh, attached at the hip to a team, right? Fighting alongside someone else, um, having someone to be accountable to. That is crucial. And the last one being a passion project. Live with passion. Go live. Seize the day, boys. Mm. Seize the day, boys. That's why we fight. Make your lives extraordinary. Yes, go do it. That's why we fight. To make our lives extraordinary. To live, not just for ourselves, but for those around us. To win for you. To fight for you. You, we we oh. really only do get one shot immortality. Why would you waste it on not the most amazing story that you could ever write for yourself? And what's a great story? Someone that comes back from out of the depths, That's right, baby. dude. I'm serious. The comeback kid. There's no better story. If you're that kid that you feel like you can't come back, your story is so gonna be so dope. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, baby. We love you. Thank you for listening. Hit us up podcast at lifechangingservices.org. Org. Org. Organization. 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 <laughs> That's what it stands for, right? Yep. I, I hope so. And hit us up on Insta, the gram. Okay. I hate that. <laughs>